0: All right, everybody, we are back. I know what you're thinking. You guys have missed us. You're sad. It's a long break. We're sorry. Last week, uh, we were both just busy, so we just put this on the back burner. Also, I, I legitimately couldn't talk. Yeah, Borski legitimately couldn't talk, and I can't run a podcast by myself because I'm a child.
1: Well, that that would just be, it would just be. What, what would you do? Talk to yourself? Yeah, I'd
0: probably just record it on my phone, a speakerphone or. I don't, I don't know why I'd need to put it on my phone, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's beside the point. Uh, so, on today's episode, guys, uh, we're going to talk the uh, same stuff that we did last time. Oh, we forgot. Oh, man, we got to do the take. We got to do our new uh, hot takes special that is going to be. A hindsight is twenty-twenty take. Oh. We're gonna talk about the decision you should have made, one person's decision they should have made, that would have changed the outcome. We're gonna have to do some research to find that real quick, but that will be done live. Beside the point, we're gonna find that out because that is going to be hilarious. I'm actually really excited about that. But we're gonna talk about matchups this week, and uh, maybe I'm gonna try to get a trade to happen live on the show with Joey. So it is in the works, literally in the works, and it, I think it actually benefits him. So we'll that see.
1: Is, that is true. All right, let's do it. Right, let's jump into it. So excited to be back. So excited to be able to talk again. Oh, gosh. Yes. I mean, literally, I was like, I came home from Milwaukee and actually couldn't talk. Like, Lewis thought I was about to die and like <laughs> kill his kid. Uh, it was wild. So, let's jump straight in. We got a lot of stuff to cover we'll uh, this week. I got league activity. Um, we will comment on last week's games later, so let's not do that. Uh, yeah. Trades, nothing has actually happened yet. I mean, not yet. You won't give me Jarek McKinnon. I'm which not giving you Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> I feel like I'm giving you good offers. I'm not giving you good offers. Not, not what I want. <laughs> not what I want at all. I, I've been trying to get cheek. Full disclosure, I've been trying to get cheek to take Josh Gordon mm-hmm. and like someone and Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews was one on, of them. I gave one. you a running back last night. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. A good it wasn't one. like a. It wasn't like an RB one. Yeah. It was. Let me look at my team. I can. I can. I can find out who it was. Um. But so I was trying. I've been trying to like work cheek for this because I actually like. So full disclosure on the whole Josh Gordon situation. Um, <laughs> it's super frustrating to have him. Yeah. Because number one, every expert is split on how it's going to pan out. Mm-hmm. I'm split on how it's going to pan out. Like in my mind, when I go to trade Josh Gordon. He is a top five wide receiver for the rest of the season. When he's on my yep. team, he is getting suspended next week. Yep. <laughs> like I don't know what to do. Your with Your heartstrings are just being pulled constantly. Yeah. Out. So it's just yeah. like it's horrible having him on my team. Um, so, but Cheek won't. Uh, Cheek won't budge. Uh, no other trades that I've been made been made aware of. Cheeks trying to work one literally. As right, as we speak, right I'm trying now trying to work on with Joey. So hopefully so. that goes through. Hopefully Joey's listening. Um, waivers. I don't think anything interesting happened. I tried to like look through it. It's all just like I we're so deep oh, that yeah. I I mean I literally have I don't think I've placed a bid this season yet. Really? Oh man, I have placed one every week so far. I don't I don't think I have.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I mean there there have been a couple that have been like surprising me. Like uh, I think it was Jason um, or no Muscle Hamster. Uh, So, Chris, he picked up Jakeem Grant, who's been surprisingly good. Um, I picked up the Browns' D, which I was super excited about.
1: I know that sounds so freaking lame, but I was so happy to get them. I think they're a great matchup tomorrow. I mean, the Jets are like... Sam Darnold just throw throws picks. That's oh, what he yeah. does. He's a rookie. Yeah. He's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. The the over under for tomorrow's game is like thirty four points. Yeah, it's like the lowest by ten. It's it's ridiculous. It's a super like, low scoring game. So even so. if it goes over, like you'll be fine. Yep. So I, I think it's actually a nice little sneaky play. I looked for him, decided that I liked my matchup because I I forget who I have, but there was a reason that I didn't go for him because mm-hmm. I went for him in some other leagues. Uh, I will admit, Chris did give me a little bit of a roast. Uh,
0: so Chris, Chris saw my, the error my ways. I don't know if anybody uh, saw this in the group me. I had drafted Rashad Higgins and Equinemius St. Brown. I wanted to pick up a second defense, so I dropped Rashad Higgins. I actually liked him last year is the year finished for the Browns. He was really talented. He was great. Yeah, he's great. So I was like, ah, whatever. They have so many players now. He's nothing. They have Antonio Callaway, they have Landry, they have Gordon, they have Higgins who's nothing to them. So I dropped Higgins. Next thing you know, Josh Gordon is all of a sudden being released by the Browns. That was the this has been the biggest news I think of all fantasy for the past like month, besides Lev
1: Bell. I was gonna say Lev Bell or A B not showing up to practice. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. But now he's back, so it yeah, doesn't matter. Now he's back.
0: But then I, I realized, okay. Gordon's gone. I want Higgins. Like I actually yep. still think he's really good. So I you drop Equanimee Saint Brown and pay eight dollars to get pa- Rashard Higgins. Eight dollars. That's that's some. That's that's steep too for a wide receiver. I, mean, I believe in him. I, I I legitimately think he can be something on that offense.
1: I think that is the highest bid of the year by double. No no, okay. no, 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 no. Someone had to spend. Some Ty money. added uh, Johnny Smith back in week one or before the season even started for six bucks. Hey, my my waiver money, it's it's gonna go when I, I when I, I got somebody
0: say, that I think I can start some weeks because my team's bad. Yep, I'm gonna spend money. I was gonna say
1: when the last so last year I finished in one of my leagues with fifty bucks on my fab, which is obviously just a horrible yeah. mis, misuse Why? of my like mm-hmm. resources because I didn't actually get anything out of it when I could have, but. So, in a couple leagues, I'm down a running back. And so, I'm like saving it all so that I can just like really go in on that. Like, when that big injury happens, it's going to happen. I want it. Yeah. This league, I just like don't even know who's on the for wire <laughs> to the office. I'm just like, who are these people? Yeah. I'm not going to spend money on these guys that I don't know, but I need to like adjust my expectations. Yeah. So, I don't think that's super ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous that you dropped him and then paid I for him. I dropped him, then I paid for
0: him. I, I hated myself <laughs> afterward. Even as I dropped him, I was like, I should just drop Brown. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but it's whatever. It didn't, we're
1: past it. Now. It didn't work out for you. So uh, that's the waivers. So let's jump straight into week one, week two recap. This is just me and Cheek, just guttural reactions to our week one, week two. Um, we'll replace this with obviously just one week reactions once we're, you know, doing this every week. Yeah. Um, but it's not like an analysis thing. It's just like, how did you, like, what, how did you feel? About your week one, week two matchups, you like your team? You like how it's going to go? You think it's going to be a good season? I'm still so nervous. So after week one, I was like, "Holy crap, I got a chance because I
0: won." Right. And I didn't think I would. in all honestly, <laughs> it was one of those games where I was like, "I was hoping I'd win," but it was the first game of the year, so I was so nervous. Like to say, we both picked Ty Yeah, I didn't even you.
1: pick myself to win. Which is funny because we ranked Ty as like the worst team yeah. ever. Which it's saying and something. And we were still like, "Yeah,
0: dude, I'm bad." Yeah.
1: Uh, so I won, and I got really
0: excited, and then I played Britain this past week, and AJ Green went off on Thursday. He popped off. Like he had so many points, I was like, "Holy crap, I have a chance two weeks in a row." And then Britain had uh, the highest scoring team of the week at like 170. There's no chance in
1: hell I was going to catch it up. to Dude, one. 170 is a, a coward score.
0: Oh my god, it was so high. It was literally like I, there is not a chance. To be fair, he only I scored over.
1: 154, so oh, I've still got the high in the season at 167. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry, Sarah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that that's my take. It it has been an up and down emotional roller coaster for me of Am I going to win? Even this week. Am I going to win? I don't know. Yeah. I'm close.
1: Uh, I'm excited. I, I kind of feel the same way. I like I look at my roster and I'm just like, this is a bad team. Hmm. Like I just feel bad looking at it. I feel bad making my start sits. And then <laughs> week one Felt so good for me. Felt so bad for Sarah LaRoe. Sarah put up the third highest score of the season so far, highest score of the week by twenty points. She would have blown anyone else in the league out of the water. Yeah. And I beat her by twenty points. Yeah. Like Tyreek Hill just dominated. dominated. Like it just it just happened for everyone on my team. It just, it just, like, Phillip Rivers popped off. Zeke got a 16. Isaiah Crowell had 20 points. Tyreek Hill, 40 points. Randall Cobb, 25 points. Like, That's insane. It was a freak. Those guys will not... Some of those guys will never do that again in their career, like no, Isaiah Crowell. Absolutely not. It's a freak show, uh-huh. so I still feel bad about my team. So then week <laughs> two, I'm head in. I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I hate Jason's team, Like because Jason like, drafted all these really old guys that are really good, and they all just absolutely blew it, and I drank his tears week two, <laughs> and I s- smoked him by 26 points, and it was so good, so... <laughs> Heading into Week Three, you'd think I'd be like steaming with confidence in my team, and I just, I, it's just, I'm, I don't know what's gonna happen. The, I, it's just like I just feel so bad about my team. Still, <laughs> I feel like they're overperforming so much, and I'm so happy that I'm two and zero because I think I'm gonna end the season two and ten. Yeah, it's gonna, I, that's
0: how I feel. It's like, like every win
1: I get is like, Ooh, I got one. I know, I'm excited. Like, Thank God. Yeah just just Uh, grateful to have a win yes yes so that's uh that's week one and two recap so if we jump in also into the accuracy so cheek and i made predictions for all of the week one stuff Mm. um we did not do week two obviously so week one cheek and i both predicted the exact same outcome for every game and we were three for six so 50 percent accuracy feeling pretty good about that that's uh yeah that's exactly average that is, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Which, which I'm average in so many forms, so many. things. Just ask my wife. Uh, so, what I want to do is track this throughout the season and kind of yeah. see who gets better, who gets worse. Uh, Cheek and I try and make like that. We we do the uh, the our predictions separately, yeah. so like we don't. We try not to just like change them and do them together. So hopefully mm-hmm. they'll be different. But a lot of times we come to the same conclusion. I think one time last week, though... You did change me. I talked you into Joe winning. Yeah. And so you're welcome for that. Yeah. You should be two and six.
0: I, I thought for sure Britain was going to win, and then you convinced
1: me that Joe's team was better, and they were. It's because I am a, am, am God.
0: Oh, okay. Okay,
1: I'm not God. <laughs> uh, so, uh, both of us, 50% accuracy, excited to track that through the week. We're just going to... Smoke right past that heresy, uh, <laughs> and uh, we are going to jump straight into our week three matchups. Hang on, before we jump into that, we've got to do oh, the hindsight is twenty. I forgot it again. We just did it. Yes, we just came, we, up, just, we okay. just
0: came up with it during the intro. Yep. We paused. Oh, that's what you were we came pointing up at your this. computer. Yes. All, right, all right, all right. So hindsight is twenty twenty. This is a a routine that we are going to get into. This is Chris Matre's idea. So full credit to Chris Matre. Uh, Hindsight is twenty twenty. Is a look at last week's games. So we're gonna do this for the past two weeks, and say and look at the teams that lost,
1: and what could have changed to where they won. Basically, if they were smarter. Yeah, if they weren't an idiot. If they were not dumb, they would have started someone on their bench that would have helped them win. Yeah. Like they had the capacity to win, mm-hmm. but through their own fantasy incompetence, they lost. <laughs> Exactly. That is. Hindsight it's, is 2020. Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is 20 and so us since we're geniuses and live in the future, we know exactly what we would have done because we're intelligent. Yeah. And from the future. <laughs> so, hindsight is 2020 week 1. We've got the commission himself. We've got Britain. Britain who, who Britain, played Britain. Nick Vanette. Now, <sighs> full disclosure, I did not play Nick Vanette anywhere. Because I didn't draft him. Because I'm not a clown. (laughs) (laughs) The worst thing is that he had Eric Ebron on his bench.
0: He he, had Eric Ebron, yeah. He was a
1: certified good tight end. Great tight end. He's always been good. (laughs) Right. And uh, Eric Ebron put up 13 points, probably like the tight end three of the week. And Mm -hmm. Nick Vanette put up a big old 1.6. It's just a solid game, like really showing up. And Britain lost by 10 points. Yep. So, sitting on his bench was the win. Yeah, he, ha- he had
0: the win right at his fingertips. It was so and close, but the just, fantasy uh, gods smote him. The, yeah. The, is the that the fantasy... past
1: tense of smite? Something like that. Smote? We're going to go with smote.
0: Yeah, smote. Smote it is. And then week two... Here's the thing, Ty. <laughs> you had this coming. Because I, I'm in two leagues with you, and you took Andrew Luck from me, and I tried to take him from you. But you chose to play... An amazing quarterback.
1: Just like, I mean, uh, honestly, like if we really extrapolate here, there's a lot of potential that Andrew Luck is a Hall of Famer.
0: Oh, yeah. he's He definitely has a Hall of Fame potential. He was going up against the Redskins last week. Oh, Both yeah. of them are terrible defenses. Oh, he, yeah. You, I mean, you chose the best quarterback possible other than... Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, the Red Rocket himself. You benched Andy Dalton,
1: didn't you? Know he was going to throw three touchdowns to AJ Green alone. I just can't. I, mean, I just can't believe that he didn't predict that the Bengals were just going to light it up with the passing game in the red zone. How did he not see that coming? I I just I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get Especially it. Especially against the Ravens. I, I mean, know. I mean, if we know like anything from history, the Ravens are a great plus matchup for receivers and quarterbacks. Like, Ty is just uh, man. I'll tell you what. There's a really reason that Ty chance. is an undergrad in aerospace, and I'm the master <laughs> of aerospace. It's because I would never make a decision as poor as that. <laughs> Ty, that is the difference maker <laughs> You uneducated buffoon.
0: Oh my gosh. That went further than I thought it would, but man, that was good.
1: So now we are going to get into the actual matchups from week three. Did yes. I forget another section?
0: No, that's it. Make your right starts and sits, guys, or
1: else you will be on the hindsight. It's <laughs> 2020 next week. You will so be. Don't screw it up. Which apparently is like the hottest section ever. <laughs> So prepare thyself. <laughs> prepare yourself to get full roasted. Gird your loins. <laughs> uh, so our first matchup of the week, we've got Team Rockstar, which is Steph Smith, mm-hmm. versus Zippy's Five Start Ballers. Which, first off, thank you, Joe, for changing your team name from still the word with no cons- like consonants, or no, he had no vowels. Yeah. Um, what is a five start baller? Uh, yeah. I feel like he tried to type star And then he was like playing Fortnite instead of doing his job So that's what happened That That's just like what I think actually happened
0: Yeah they're, they're just, I don't know what is ever going on in Joey's head I've said
1: it since day one The man's a mystery That is true but. So Cheek why don't you give me uh, your definitive thoughts On this matchup here
0: yeah, so my my take on it is uh, I think Steph's gonna win this one. Uh, Steph's team, honestly, th- th- she's just got all the guys that are hot right now. I mean, she's she's got Fitzpatrick, like, like physically, yeah, they're like physically Jimmy
1: hot. Garoppolo and
0: yes physically ha- have you seen Fitzpatrick did you see him after I mean I mean if you're
1: into the whole hot. like pirate vibe I mean I guess you could like get on that he's crushing it right now did not he like steal th- things from yeah, Deshaun Jackson's Jackson, Yeah, That's,
0: which is that hilarious that guy's my hero yeah now. that guy's awesome I want Fitzpatrick I want Jameis Winston to lose his job oh I just know. so I can watch Fitzpatrick Especially because Jameis
1: Winston is such a punk
0: oh yeah he's a he's a jaburnie but uh so Steph's team right now has just got a lot of guys that are just been on hot streaks. I mean it's FitzPatrick, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. My gosh, is that Good guy a killer? He cannot be stopped. Like and and she's got guys that honestly most of her team is playing at home and like she has Geronimo Allison which I I don't love but he's playing at home with Rodgers. They're going to
1: score. They're going to score. is on one of my other teams and he's been great.
0: Yeah. So I, I think Steph's team is going to win. And another thing for Joey's team, kind of against him, is he has Mike Evans, but who's going to throw Mike Evans the ball? Fitzpatrick. Steph has Fitzpatrick. Yep. So every time Mike Evans gets touched on, it actually Wait, doesn't but help
1: she's not them. starting Fitzpatrick. You're in week two right now.
0: Oh, God. That's why. Jeez. Uh, Jabroni over here. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, also with Joey's team, his running back depth is kind of shallow. Uh, his With J.H.I., if J.H.I. is going to miss – he doesn't have a lot of other options as far as running back goes. So I think if he cannot find a running back to replace him, it's going to be
1: tough for Joey
0: this week to, to, to pull out a win, to be honest. Um, so I think Steph's going to get this one.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. <clears throat> I think that the, the biggest problem with Joey's entire team, honestly, is uh, is just the running back position. Yeah. So I think, like, with Jayaji out, who isn't a super healthy guy from the get-go – um, I think Joey just didn't take enough running backs to really keep himself relevant all year. So I think he's going to have to make some good trades coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have to make some good waiver wire moves. I mean, so, so right now Steph is projected 17 points ahead, which doesn't include whoever Joey's going to sub it from his bench. But that person is, doesn't really exist on Joe's bench. Yeah. So I think it's going to be pretty rough for Joe. I think Joe takes his first L here. Steph moves mm-hmm. to 2-1 and, and Joe moves to 2-1 and one also so yep. let's move on to our next matchup that's Bourbon Smith Britain versus Team Cook Tynan Cook uh, Least Creative Name Award goes to this matchup I mean literally <laughs> just replace your first name with a liquor and Team Cook is just that's just that's just the default that's just what you are <laughs>
0: that is literally the default so right. that's
1: a new award for every week Least Creative Name <laughs> Matchup uh, Just like the clown We're gonna make everybody week. change their name every week like Joey well, or like me or like you, uh, yeah. which I still haven't changed mine because yeah, I still, ha- I still haven't thought of it yeah you know, I like to. Honest. I like to make very slow and calculated decisions in my life. So we'll have a team name for me by week. I'm kidding. That's like the exact 16? opposite of what I do. <laughs> I just I just do things and watch how people react.
0: <laughs> watch the world burn. <laughs> it's yeah, all the shock.
1: Like I'm like the Joker of Christianity. Oh my gosh. Um, so um so tie right now is 0 and 2. Britain is 1 and 1. Uh, mm-hmm. Britain is projected by nine. Uh, I don't love Britain's team. Really? I I really don't. I mean, like... That surprises me. I, yeah, I, I don't like Juju. I don't like O.J. Howard <laughs> while Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing Man. because Ryan Fitzpatrick just doesn't throw the ball to O.J. Howard. He throws it to Deshaun Jackson 100 yards. Fair enough. I don't like Keelan Cole. I mean, he's the best wide receiver in Jacksonville, but that isn't saying much right now because Blake Bortles throws like... Seven targets a game to everyone on the team, including the offensive lineman. Sonny Michel means absolutely nothing to me. Big Ben is going to have a junk week on the road against Tampa Bay. I just don't think it's going to happen. Saquon is playing a good defense against. I don't think he's going to do great. Like, Lamar Miller is also, like, you've got two guys competing against each other in a game that's not going to be a shootout. So one of those guys is going to get the game script, and they're going to run with it, in my mind. That's a fair point. I think Devontae Adams is a great play. Keenan Allen, great play. But, like, the rest of it just doesn't really fan out. Now, that being said, Ty's team is straight garbage. (laughs) So bad. So, for sure, Ty goes (laughs) 0-3. I mean, I literally just made the case as to why. For sure you were going to go (laughs) Ty. No, absolutely not. How could I pick Ty's team? (laughs) I mean, he does have the NFL leading rusher in Matt Breida, but he's got Dalvin Cook (laughs) injured. Who's going to play that? Uh, Demarius Thomas, who has been just like pretty much nothing. Jarvis Landry is going to be okay. Better with Gordon gone now. But, I mean, but like Thursday night football on a 32-point over, uh, sorry, 38-point over-under, like I don't want a part of that. Michael yeah. Crabtree is clearly, like, the number two on his team. And not the number two that he was in Oakland, where he was getting all the touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes is going to bomb him a touchdown, for sure. But then Mohamed Sanu, like, what, like who is throwing that man the ball? Like, Mohamed Sanu is not really scoring, like, points. He's he's averaging three points a game. Like, I don't yeah, want that. I don't want Pierre good. Garçon. Pierre Garçon is not the receiver to have on San Francisco. And the Jets' D, I don't think is going to do good against Cleveland. I actually think they're kind of getting get smoked. And so it's going to be like, Cleveland's going to win... Actually, they're not going to do bad, but I just don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to throw an interception, so they're going to do fine. Like, they're there's, just, okay, there's just there's yeah. just no way in my mind that Ty wins this game with Britain's team being it, it, it's garbage for this week. He's got bad matchups,
0: but eh. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't see what you see in Britain's team, honestly. Like, Britain's team is they are kind of on a hot streak right now. They, I mean, they're over they're beating their projections almost every week. Even Saquon. I think Saquon is letting Britain down in all honesty because I think he had a lot of hope in Saquon. Um, but yeah, like, when well, he mean, bolstered is with like a sixty-three yard touchdown run this yeah. first week, so his scores were even I mean, even his first two weeks he's had plus seventeen each week. Yeah, which I mean, is he's, he's averaging nineteen a week. Yeah, which, I mean you can't complain. So about that. he's not doing bad. The only guy that honestly kind of like on on Britain's entire team, the only guy that I think like probably won't do anything is Sony Michelle. But even Big Ben is like. Ben's a fighter. Antonio just got, like, through his little hissy fit about not getting the ball. And you know he's going to get a touchdown. Not away from home, though. Typically not away from home. I mean, Ben's going to get a touchdown for sure. Yeah, Big Ben will get a touchdown. But, like, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Juju, O.J. Howard, I know, like, I agree with what you're saying that Fitzpatrick does look to the wide receiver more. But last week, he only needed three receptions, and he got 96 yards
1: and a touchdown out of it.
0: Yeah, like, but I mean, it, it only takes one do? pass from Fitzpatrick for OJ Howard to be relevant
1: for yeah. two weeks. But I mean, what's he but, gonna do? What's he gonna? Is he gonna repeat that? Like, my, my thing know. with Britain's team is that like these guys are like outperforming their bust. projections, but they're outperforming <clears throat> outperforming their projections on touchdowns. Yeah, and like all it takes is for one week to like the touchdowns have got to average out, and I think that happens this week, and he underperforms a little bit. But again, I just still think do. he performs enough. Yes, he's gonna <laughs> like. All of these guys that you just listed, I totally agree. They're all outperforming because they're huge touchdown threats. Like, mm. if you told me that every single one of these guys scored a touchdown this week, it would not shock me. So that's why I think Ty's team, I think it's going to be like 50 50 and Ty's team is going to lose because if you told me that any single one of Ty's guys scored a touchdown this week, I'd be like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> uh so it's amazing. Yeah. So I think Ty gets absolutely roasted this week and heads to 0 3. So our next matchup is Tyler Cheek himself. Ah uh, yes, the the man, the myth, the legend, uh, versus Corey Vincent. Um, why don't you give me your thoughts on your matchup, and then I will roast you. So <laughs> here's my take. My team is rough on
0: paper, really rough. Like my starting running backs are Jamal Williams, Philip Lindsay, and Carryon Johnson.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, I mean that was my argument against you. That's I mean, pretty bad. Those are I've, those yeah. are two like certified backups, uh-huh. and a dude who is entering a three-headed dragon this week with, uh-huh. with Aaron Jones coming back.
0: Yeah, uh, uh-huh. it's not looking good, but my guys have been surprising me lately. I would not be surprised to see AJ Green have a great game. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kenny Stills have a great game. Kelsey Anunawal. I don't care what you say. That guy is probably no, not going to score under 10 points all year. Like, no. his floor is 10 points. I love it. And his guy.
1: ceiling is 11 points.
0: Yeah. And that's why you start him every week. He's right there in that <laughs> range where I need him to be every week. Yep. Uh, and I think Zach Ertz with Wentz coming back is going to have a great game. So I, I think a lot of my guys can overperform what they're expected to do. And Corey's guys, on the other hand, for me, I look at them and they haven't been doing what I would expect them to do. Jordan Howard. Like, he's averaging 10 points a game. That's not what I want him to do. But that's kind of Um, just
1: what he does.
0: It is kind of what he does. James Conner, obviously, is there. He's a freaking beast, and I hate that Corey has him. He's a monster. Uh, But, like, OBJ, like, he's not been great. He hasn't had a touchdown yet this year. His last game, he only had four receptions for 51 yards. It's not amazing. Uh, Jordy Nelson... Uh, yeah, that's, Sorry, that's, Sarah, but that's a I don't thr- like him that's at a all. Um, Kenyon Drake is kind of hit or miss. If he gets a touchdown, he is going to be good. If he doesn't get a touchdown, I don't know if he's going to be as good. Um, and Josh Doxson. So a, a lot of Corey's team, it, oh, Deshaun Watson too. Like, yeah. Deshaun Watson to me, honestly, I I, I want to see him have a good game where he throws a couple touchdowns before I start really
1: trusting the guy. Right, Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, I think I can win it. But it's based on Corey's entire team pooping the bed.
1: Yeah, I'm on the exact other side of you. I think that both these teams have massive potential to poop the bed, and I think oh, your team gotcha. does it. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I think your running backs have a legitimate possibility of scoring six points this week.
0: Yeah, maybe combined. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And, and that's just not a possibility on Corey's team. and so I think uh, I think Corey's gonna take this one big time actually. I, I, I actually I actually don't think you'll break 90 points
0: yeah I, I hardly did last week so
1: <laughs> so yeah I think I think you're getting absolutely toasted this week by Corey. Uh, yeah, let's move good. on to our next uh, yeah basically just reverse all of your arguments. <laughs>
0: And say them about Corey All instead. these
1: guys that could perform, I just think they're they're not, not going to. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I, let's jump into Team Laroe <sighs> versus Education Nation. This is the battle of the husband and the wife. Yes, battle of the uh, Laroe
0: House. I
1: would pay money to watch a water bet happen on this game. Oh gosh. Also, amazing. Sarah, Jason, if you're willing to have people over for the one and four o'clock game, I would love to do this and update you on the scores. I'll watch your kids or something like. I just want you. <laughs> I just want you both to be like honed in on your phones and about to fight each other. <laughs> also, just neck and neck the entire day. Yes, that would be so amazing. <laughs> uh, also, I'm a little concerned that Sarah has the name Team LaRoe uh. and Jason folded and is letting his wife lead his household or at least represent him in the fantasy, you know. Community, community, which, (laughs) as we know, is equivalent or greater than the church community. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, absolutely (laughs) true, right? I gotta repent after this podcast. (laughs) Uh, So let's jump into this one. Uh, We've got Sarah, who's one and one. Jason, who is zero and two, and put up a certified fire sale on his team. He did. He did. And no action thus far,
0: which surprised me. Like when he when he put that up, my immediate reaction was like. Let's send Jason some trades. and oh, see yeah. what happens. And, I mean, we we went back and forth, and we just kind of didn't agree on some stuff, and yeah. that's fine. But in my mind, it was like, I mean, 11, ten other people in the league. Someone's got to right. get a trade get through. Um,
1: so I'm surprised. You guys have kind of let me down. So here's here's why I'm not surprised, and it's because Jason's team is straight garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone Maybe. on his starting roster on my bench. That's not true. That's that's too far. (laughs) That might be the. That's the one thing I've ever said on this podcast that has been too far. I don't want anyone on Jason's team on my starting roster, and so I'm not going to trade him. Like that's just that's just how it's going to work. Like the the only exception to that would be Rob Gronkowski, and uh, but other than that, I just I just I genuinely think I have a better player in every single position. Uh, which is a hot take, but that's exactly why I'm going to go with Sarah this week because she has a better player in almost every position. So I, I which like sucks because like I came out of the draft thinking that Jason had such a great draft. Yeah, like I really thought he did well, and I thought he was going to flip all of his players like after having two hot weeks. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's like his his strategy has flipped on its head. He's had two horrible weeks, mm-hmm. and now he's got to like sell. So I'm hoping that over the next couple weeks, his guys will like start to perform, but. I mean, for dudes like Peyton Barber, it just does not look good. Royce Freeman, it, it does not look good with Philip Lindsay coming up. Larry Fitzgerald has the most incompetent quarterback in the world. Gosh, throwing ball. they're so bad right he, now. They're, he's, they're, they're the worst team. They're, I
0: feel bad for David Johnson. Like, legitimately,
1: oh, I know. that poor man has he, put so much time. His talent is squandered.
0: It's so bad, yeah. I think Sam Larry Bradford's Fitzgerald so
1: retires bad. week six. It's her to hear first. Chris Hogan, I don't want to. Marvin Jones, Matt Stafford is basically a golden retriever throwing the ball. He does have that stack, though. If Marvin Jones has
0: any bit of a good game, and they will have to have a good game against New England, maybe he has the stack. I
1: mean, they got to go for it for sure. They've got to. Do they have to have a good game? I don't know about that. Uh, Chris Carson, I would literally, I, I might empty that slot. I'm scared that Chris Carson might fumble the ball and get me negative points. Uh, so that <laughs> that's why I take on Gosh. Jason's team So I think Sarah wins this by a mile, by a mil, a million points. I I okay. think Sarah gets redemption.
0: So, let me let me defend Jason a little bit, but also hurt him. Um, <laughs> in Jason's defense, I was just looking at his team. He has eleven people on his team that are either injured, suspended, or on IR. Hold on, but
1: how many of those guys did he draft? Because he drafted Isn't Alshon Jeffrey, know. hurt. He drafted Kenneth Dixon, I'm, hurt. He I, I, drafted Robert Turbin. He drafted Goodwin. Mm. He Like, all these guys were hurt when he picked him. Darius Geis, like, he kind of signed up for he, it. he did, he did.
0: I think he just might have thought they would get out of injury a little <laughs> sooner, and they didn't. So, in Jason's defense, he's kind of... Oh, and like, Doug Baldwin. Doug
1: Baldwin was Doug, hurt when he drafted him. Yeah, crap, he was.
0: <laughs> I was going to say he wasn't, but he was. That kind of sucks. <laughs>
1: So, having said, we were like told he would be back like maybe week two, three. <laughs> yeah,
0: we were told that. Which and is, now
1: it's not looking like
0: he's going to be back to so, like week six. Um, but ultimately, I do think Sarah's team is going to win. And I have said it every week. I love Sarah's team. I think it's such a, such a powerful team. I love Melvin Gordon and Antonio Brown. And the New England and Lions game, Jason has Marvin Jones, Sarah has Golden Tate. Every time Matthew Stafford throws a touchdown, Jason better hope it's going to Jones or Galladay if it goes to Tate, it's not really helping him. That is like uh, one of the
1: worst feelings in it's fantasy football. Terrible. is When you're, when you're like, playing. yes, my
0: quarterback got a touchdown. Dang it, I'm still down by a point because that didn't help me.
1: Boy, you lost or two, two points. points. Yeah, two points. It's yeah. the it's the worst.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. But So, so you, I think Sarah wins it. Uh, even, despite Jason, I, I'm sorry I tried,
1: but You could not be rescued from Matt's (laughs) fury. This is a hot episode right now. (laughs) It's been two weeks. We're going in. We really missed it. I'm loving this. My gosh! Okay, let's get into threat-level Midnight versus Chris Montre. Can we just Do this we one? even need <laughs> to predict this? I literally have not even looked at the matchup until <laughs> this moment because there's not a chance in hell Chris Montre wins this game. I'm going to click preview for the first time. Let's see this. Okay. Yeah, I've not looked at it either. I, I literally... is literally... projected by 15. That surprises me. 126 to 110. That's a player that, that's fine. But let's actually... Go through. Yeah, let's go through the play. <laughs> Who that is? Because I don't know if I'm buying that. Let's look at Matre like and give him the most upside possible. Jared Goff is going to throw the ball to Keenan Allen and uh, Jared. What? No, no, no. He's Rams. What? Can't, Jared Goff can't throw the ball to Keenan Allen. They're on different teams. He could. He'd be on the <laughs> sidelines. Oh, my God. And they're playing this week. <laughs> playing the Chargers. My bad. Jared Goff's going to throw the ball to Todd Gurley. That always has a chance to turn into a touchdown. That's that great. True. Tevin okay. Coleman is the starter. I mean, Devonta Freeman's that's out true, for a couple yeah. weeks, so that's great. Geo Bernard is the starter this week. I mean, Joe Mixon is gone again. Such so a two good running back. If I make the case for Chris to win this game, I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a great wide receiver. As is T Y Hilton. T Y Hilton has a negative matchup in Philly, in my mind. Uh, Amari Cooper did it one week, didn't do it week one, Gosh. and I just don't think that. I just don't think that the Raiders are together. I think John Gruden has no idea what he's doing. George Kittle versus. KC, I think this actually could turn out pretty well for George Kittle. Because oh, yeah. I think I think it's gonna be a Garoppolo versus Mahomes showdown. Those defenses are both oh, horrible. Yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler obviously always has value in the backfield getting those passes out of there. And Jakeem Grant, I've never even heard of that guy. Who is this guy? That's just horrible. Okay, I'm so glad this turned south after his first three starts. <laughs> Okay, so that team is uh, that team's got some work to do. And then if we jump over to John, let's just go running backs: Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey. Again. Kamara's playing
0: Atlanta. That game's going to be a shootout. shootout. Every, every time those two teams play, it's a shootout. Kareem Hunt is playing
1: San Francisco. Shootout. shootout. Certified shootout. Yep. Uh, And then Christian Chris McCaffrey's McCaffrey is playing Cincinnati. That's going to be pretty normal. Yeah, that one won't be... I don't expect one to be as much... Cincinnati actually has a pretty good defense. They do. They've been surprising me. Uh, and then Chris Godwin with Tampa Bay actually has a huge chance for upside because Pittsburgh defense has been beatable. Oh, And gosh, Fitzpatrick yeah. has been slinging. Mm-hmm. And then he's got Cam Newton. The so, swing Master himself, which like that's just a great quarterback but He's just and better he's got than, Chris Thompson. He's just better than Jared Goff, and Chris Thompson has been has been good out of his position, yeah. uh, and he's playing Green Bay, so it's going to be a shootout. They don't have a great run defense, not not a bad. They're pretty middle of the pack. Uh, then he's got Texans D versus the Giants, which is like a middle matchup. But so all of this to add up is basically just like, do you want to play the team with three stud running backs? <laughs> If you're the team that has two backup running backs that have become starters, do you want to do that? You know what? I don't. (laughs) But. Don't do
0: it. I'm going for it. Chris, I believe you (laughs) win this (laughs) week. You You can't do it. I'm going to hot take it. Chris is going to take down the monster himself. God. Chris Montre is going to win one game this year, and it is this week against (laughs) the beast. Threat level midnight. Calling it like it is, um, Tevin Coleman is gonna go off again in New because that game's gonna be a shootout, right? And Devontae Freeman sitting, so Tevin Coleman's gonna what? go
1: off. Tevin Coleman could score thirty points.
0: Giovanni Bernard is—he could yes, score thirty points. This week. He could score thirty points. DeAndre Hopkins could score thirty points. T.Y. Hilton could score thirty points. Exactly. So if all these guys, even just like two of them, do it, Chris is in the running. You're not. So, you're not I'm talking me into this, but I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm going for it. I am taking it. Chris is getting his one, um, uh, I want to be clear, his only win <laughs> of the season, but
1: he's getting it this week. <laughs> I'm calling it. That is amazing. I dis- uh, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Just be
0: clear, I originally picked Netflix for this matchup. You did. It's but re- as I started to look at it, I was like, there's a lot of boom here. It's so. because I
1: made the case too well.
0: Uh, you made the case too well against him, and I, I couldn't not. Well, you I didn't listen to me <laughs> last
1: week. Oh, but you did listen to me, wife. yeah, I did. Oh, well, I maybe I'm going to get f by not me. listening to myself. <sighs> oh, okay, man. the last matchup Whew. of the week is <clears throat> me versus Tyler Griffin. That's the flu draft versus. I still haven't thought of this. I am two and zero. Oh. Tyler Griffin is one and one. I am projected to win this <clears throat> game by nine points. Um, I will give you my certified locked and loaded analysis. I'm never betting against Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes again. Oh gosh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes was on my bench last week, and I won by <sighs> 20 points. Man. I should have won by 40 points. That is insane. I man. am certified locked and loaded taking myself. I think Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are going to light San Francisco up. I think Randall Cobb is going to do pretty well. He's probably going to get a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar is the only guy that can catch a ball in Philly, except for Zach Ertz. Ricky Seals-Jones will probably do negative points because Sam Bradford is a heaping pile of garbage. Mitch Trubisky can only throw the ball to Allen Robinson. Will Fuller continues to get touchdowns. And then if I look over at Griffin's team, the only guy that I'm actually scared of is Adam Thielen. That is it. Yeah. I mean, his team just like running down the roster is Drew Brees, Carlos Hyde, James White, Adam Thielen, Sammy Watkins, Kenny Galladay, Jared Cook, David Johnson, Tariq Cohen. Adam Thielen is the only person that can pop off in my like against me in that in, in that regard, and I feel like I have a lot more upside and I have a, a higher floor. So like that mm-hmm. just means I'm going to pick me. A week one I didn't go with me, and I was humble, and now I'm not. Now you're I'm going three. And, I'm the cocky. Gonna, are I'm, go, I'm going 11-0 straight to the
0: finals. <laughs> yeah, I... Man, when I first looked at this, I, I kind of just glanced over it. <clears throat> and as I look at it more, I, I put in my notes initially, Borski wins. Are you going to flip on me again? No, 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 no. And I put, this is not a rip on Griffin at all. It's just based on Borski's team being really good. Because I mostly looked at your team. But now I'm looking at Griffin's team. Stop it. it. It's bad. Oh, okay. They're really you. bad. Yeah,
1: they're not good. <laughs> like... I mean, my team has been overperforming by a lot.
0: Yeah, your team is definitely been overperforming. I, the, like the the biggest concern on Griffin's team for me is his workhorse, his his guy, his main dude is David Johnson, and I really do not believe I I will be surprised if David Johnson finishes as an RB one this year. They won't. He they're bad. His only chance of finishing an RB one is them getting a penalty on the two yard line and David Johnson hammering it in at least once a game because they can't get into the red zone. They're nope. a bad
1: offense. I mean they they need a new offensive coordinator. Yeah,
0: it's it's brutal. They need a new quarterback. That guy put Josh Rosen or Rosen, whatever that Oh, is. I know. I can't oh believe Rosen's on it. Yeah. Because uh, Larry will probably retire. But beyond that, like a lot of Griffin's guys I honestly just don't love. I don't love Kenny Galladay, Sammy Walker. Like, I like those guys, but not as your Key wide receivers like his best like wide the receiver guys is Adam Thielen
1: have to start,
0: yeah. Like his, his number one wide receiver is Adam Thielen, who to me is not that guy. Like he's really good, don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm just surprised that yep. it seems like it, it, it should be a different a different player. I mean,
1: when we talk like Sammy Watkins, <laughs> Kenny Galladay, Tariq Cohen, those sounds like all guys that you should be like, Oh, who should I start with my flex? and he's firing, he has to fire up all, yeah. Of them, so, yep, he's firing up all those guys. So, yeah, I think this week. It's gonna
0: be a little brutal. But I yeah, I definitely think uh, I think you'll win it. Big time. Probably by forty points.
1: I mean, if Josh Gordon gets to play this week, which I don't know if that's possible with when he got traded. Oh dude, he's playing. He's uh, playing and he's gonna go
0: straight ham. I'm I calling fe- it.
1: I feel like if I plug Josh Gordon into that Will Fuller slot right now, that just gives me it. please do it. It'd it it. It it be could so just so good. It could just happen. I'd be so happy. Uh so that is, that are, those are, that, what is the sentence that I'm trying? Those, those are, were, those oh, were. It's past tense, yeah, that's right. We just did it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> those were all the matchups from week three. Um, if you guys have any uh, responses, anything you want to mail in, why do not, like, just respond either through text message, through group me, send it in through Anchor, send it in through email, whatever you want to do. Um, there has been an effort made this week to get the logo uploaded, thanks to Lightning Horse Industries for that. Ooh, uh, yes. Now, to be fair, I almost don't want to give him credit for it because I told him to make it horrible. And, oh, it's, it's horrible. bad. Oh, it's horrible. It's really bad. Uh, so, But but hopefully, the, the logo was actually the only thing holding us back from being on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Pocket Casts and all the places where you normally digest your podcasts. So hopefully, we will be there soon. Um, and then yeah, I think that's it for wrap up. I'm super yep. excited. I can't wait for tomorrow.
0: Thursday night's game. I love so I heard this the other day on a commercial. They said that the Thursday night games were like the hot games of the year. Hot as in what? Like the big matchups. They were they were making the Thursday night games sound like they were the biggest rivalries. The, I mean, for week the best one and two teams, they teams they going were, against
1: Well, actually yeah. they weren't for but week
0: then look two. at last year. How good were the Jets and the
1: Browns? Horrible.
0: They were so bad. Why are they a Thursday night game?
1: Literally the worst two
0: teams. <laughs> the two worst teams in the NFL last year. And they're week three on yeah. a Thursday night. I literally laughed. I laughed out loud. I mean, as they the,
1: said. the game tomorrow is going to be so poor offensively it's gonna be that I'm brutal. not entering any, like, FanDuel contests. Because, like, there's no way oh, to yeah. know who's going to do well. Yeah. So I just I'm just not doing it because it's like a coin flip. Yeah. Uh yeah. So but super excited. I've got a new take on the nachos. They're not fish nachos. Oh, good. Because you said you didn't like them. That sounded really gross. I. they were so good though when I made them. <laughs> but I've got a new take on the nachos. Super excited for it. Uh really excited to watch it. So if you guys are free, you wanna come over, come on over to the Wyborski household, we'll be watching it. We'll be drinking whiskey and coke and we will be roasting matre's team even harder than we did tonight he'll be there in person too he so. will be here in person uh it will be phenomenal so thank you guys so much for listening uh if there's nothing else i think we're out
0: we are see you guys next week all right see you